Hey, this is Scott Dab Sugar West. You're now tuned into the Uncool Urban Podcast. This is episode 35 of the Uncool Urban Podcast. I'm a less Joshua, my boy, do his thug fizzle. Do your thing. Hi, this is Josh, a.k.a. Smiles, a.k.a. I can't stand my iPhone, a.k.a. What's up with these damn phones, a.k.a. Why won't my phone reboot? A.k.a. My phone work. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here with Shot, a.k.a. Shosh Thomas, a.k.a. His iPhone works, a.k.a. Restart my iPhone five times, a.k.a. Shot Nevinsky. <laughs> That's facts. I did because I kept on saying, I know I'm doing it right. And I just kept restarting my phone. I said, all you done did was give me clear reception. Thanks. All right. And I'm here with my man, Tim, a.k.a. Yogi D. Stoner. A.k.a. Team Android. A.k.a. Yeah, Team Android. A.k.a. The zombies need to attack the androids and then the iPhone users first. And we're here for a... Start of a very frustrating episode <laughs> of the Uncool Urban Podcast. By the time they get to the iPhone users, I will be blowing in the breeze, brother. They ain't catching me. I'm gonna be on the rocket ship to Mars, baby. All right. <laughs> find, find you a rocket ship first. Elon Musk, holla at me, because I heard you got one. <laughs> But uh, yeah. So uh, I guess I figured we can get awesome first get started with uh, a review of the Judas and the Black Messiah movie that we saw last night here in Dallas. Shout out to Bree Moore and Bree Moore Productions. Who want to start? Well, I'll go. I'll I'll start off first just because I know I don't know the history. So I'll like I've been telling everybody all day today. As someone who doesn't with know, the, oh no, hold on, Jeff. Tim, should we hit him with the culinary uh, review? <laughs> Man, yeah, them no, wings, no. though, bro. Like, them wings was... I don't know where they got the wings from, but y'all need to go try them. Like, that's yeah, my uh, review. Yeah, we should have yeah, got... Yeah, we definitely should have got the name of that person and just bought Black it. Black-owned business. They knew what they was doing when they made them flavors, man. Them Smack. peach wings and them apple wings. I didn't think they were going to be good, but they were good. And they smacked. And we ate them cold, and they still smacked. Man, <laughs> that's our review of the movie. Yes, yes. Get, get some chicken wings. <laughs> Eat chicken. Now go ahead, Josh. Yeah. So, like I was saying, <laughs> as the guy who didn't know anything about Fred Hampton, I would say I really enjoyed the movie. I was quite pleased. It definitely has me motivated to do my more more research on Fred Hampton and everybody that was involved with the. Black Panther movement at the time also said I want to talk to my dad, see what it was like growing up in uh, Chicago at that time. Because I know, like nineteen sixty-eight, he was about ten years old. Nineteen sixty-nine, he was like eleven. So I definitely want to talk to him and figure out what the climate was like for him as a young kid in in Chicago at the time. But yeah, overall, just as someone who doesn't know, didn't know anything, I, I enjoyed myself. So, what about you guys? Man, go ahead, shot. Wow. Uh, first of all, the movie was very cinematic. Few elements were missing. Um, again, every time I on the prize was on PBS, I used to suggest people watch it because it was actually really good. 
literally for like a good decade they showed it like new like new episodes especially during this time um it still sucks of what happened um but that's what that's when jay edgar hoover who i still think was just white passing and just was a self-hitting negro um <laughs> was pretty much setting up all the brothers who tried to unify the people to get killed or to get set up like they did uh, my boy Huey. Cause somebody gave him the stuff that he got hooked on. That's a, that's what I believe. And I don't want to get upset, so I'm going to just leave it right there. Mm. I mean, I can share that same sentiment because it was like I was familiar with the story, but seeing it played out in the movie, it just, you get to see like, America didn't care at one point, and they assassinated a 21-year-old, you know, African-American male that was trying to unite people. And, like, the movie itself was done well. The actors were, you know, they were great in the roles that they were given, but this is history. This is Black history, and this is American history. And it's just wild to sit and think that they assassinated a 21-year-old man. Yeah, definitely shout out to Lakeith Stanfield, who has killed every role he's been in, whether it's a film. Wow. Yeah, because he I ain't never seen a brother play snitch like that. That was a very convincing uh ratatouille type character he played. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could not I cannot stand this this brother. I'm like, man. Especially the uh scene where they had the shootout. He was like, Yeah, I'm gonna go to the roof to distract them. He described him one time and then dipped out. <laughs> no, that was the best part. Because he he looked at dude. And then he was like, uh-oh. And then he ran to the roof, got shot at. And then they cleared out. Like, like darted gonna... right to his car. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, he what almost did... got popped. That was the funniest part because he almost got popped. <laughs> I also thought it was funny. I was like. We didn't get a scene of nobody asking, like, yo, what happened to you? Where were you? <laughs> you just disappeared. The whole he freaking was building got the whole movie. Like, the whole building got blown up, and you were nowhere to be found. <laughs> where, where, where were you? He had uh, superpowers. He knew it was going to blow up, so he ran about Yeah, that, yeah I definitely want to know what, what was his excuse for not being there when they blew up the building. <laughs> Speaking of actors that were in the movie too, um, shout out to Lil Rel, who if it's about Chicago, he gonna make sure he in it. Yeah, he, he gonna rep for the shot. He definitely gonna do that. When he threw that fake guy, when he threw that fake badge at him, boy, I started rolling. That was hilarious. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because like like um, I told you guys, I was like, you don't remember at the beginning when he said he stole the car from a pimp. Yeah, that was the. I was like. Oh snap! That was the pimp. <laughs> I guess he left it in the car, and the dude just kept on to it, knowing that he was seeing one day. Yeah. And then also, I want to also say, uh, Dominique, I told you guys now while we were watching, she's gonna play Riri Williams in the uh, the upcoming Marvel Cinematic Universe. She's gonna be the the, the next Iron Man. She's gonna be Iron Heart. So shout out to her. I was like, okay, this is dope. Which is I've one of my favorite. Seen her like you know, of Iron Man. Yep, and then um, also Dominique Fishback, who uh, if anybody seen it on Netflix, she was in the 
the most recent Jamie Foxx Project Power movie. Uh, also, shout out to Chica, who's, who played her classmate in that movie. But I had never seen her in anything else besides Project Power. So to see her in that, I was like, okay, so you you getting some roles. I was like, shout out to, shout out to her, Dominique Fishback. You know, so, but yeah, definitely shout out to everybody that, that played a part in that movie. You know, Lakeith Stanfield, Daniel Kaluuya, Dominique Fishback, Dominique Thorne, uh, Terrell Hill. Lorel Howard, Martin Sheen, who played J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Dominic Fishback was also in The Hate You Give, I believe. Yeah, she was. And she did a phenomenal job in the movie, too. Like, yeah, she, she was, was on um, part with everybody else that was in the movie. In the, she you know, Star's ensemble. half-sister, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I've never seen that one. But um, also, uh, what's been <laughs> uh, another thing that's been crazy uh, here in Dallas is the weather. <laughs> that's How an understatement, man. We had a hundred and thirty, you know, car pileup on I thirty five West. Like crazy is a is a is an understatement. It's been bizarre and weird, and we are not used to it. Yeah, somebody called it Carmageddon. <laughs> it pretty much was. And they still, and that's sad. Like what happened in Fort Worth? They still looking for people. Yeah, and they said at least nine people died in in that wreck. So, um, just basically just a PSA to everybody that's here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. If you're listening to this episode, just drive safely, be safe, folks. And if you don't need to go outside, stay your ass home. For real, for real. When the weather keep, when the weather changes, y'all still drive safe, like. Yeah, yeah uh, because um, it's supposed to drop down Sunday, Monday. Uh, we're recording on Saturday, but but episode will drop on Monday. So um, if you listen to this on Monday, just Sunday stay your ass home. To, yeah, Sunday's supposed to drop single Drink your hot chocolate, man, and chill. Yeah, for real. Get you some, yeah, get you some hot tea and chill for real, for real. Put a little agave in it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Find you a good film. Read a good yep. book. Just don't yes, leave. So because obviously y'all don't know what breaks are. So all about the Benjamins and Money Tosses on Netflix. Go enjoy yeah, yourself. That's what I'm saying. Get your get your Mike Epps and Charlie Sheen on. Go ahead. Well, don't get your Charlie Sheen on, but yeah, you know what I mean. And if you <laughs> haven't seen Judas and the Black Messiah, go check that out. <laughs> hey. I know because somebody you know got uh HBO Max Bard. Give him a dollar or something. Hook him up. Yeah. You know what else is on H- HBO Max coming up real soon? Uh, what is that, sir? Uh, my girl Issa Rae, she just scored a, a new deal with HBO Max for a show called Rap Shit. It's a, it's going to be a, a new show about uh, rising rap superstars. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um, my favorite scammers in it? Oh, yeah. Uh, your, your two favorite scammers, they, they're co-executive producers. So shout out to the City Girls, uh, JT and Young Miami, which, side note, happy birthday to Young Miami. It was her mm-hmm. birthday the other day. Mm-hmm. But um, the basically the show is just about um, some rising rap stars um, um, starting a, a rap group. Uh, they said, the half-hour comedy will tell the story of two alienated high school friends from Miami who get together and assemble a rap group. It's going to be an eight-episode season with um, Issa Rae writing it and being executive producer as long uh, alongside 
the City Girls as uh, executive producers under Issa Rae's new multimedia production company called Hooray. I like that. Name. Boy, she got to be winning. She winning, winning. Nah, yeah, but then we got the upcoming win. final season of Insecure coming too, so can't wait for that. And y'all know she started out on YouTube. Yep. Yep. I'm Adventures of an Awkward Black Girl, I believe it was called. Yep, yep, yep. Definitely, came a long definitely, way. Yep, definitely a funny series. I, I loved it. I loved it. Um, another series that I also read about was the Best Man series. Um, have you heard about that young yet? Yeah, because more chestnut, chestnut gonna keep a check. I know that. <laughs> yep, Fox, um, Fox, anybody, he gonna he gonna make sure you get some money. I ain't mad at you, brother. <laughs> but yeah, Peacock. Um, the Peacock Network, the Peacock app, they've ordered a 10-episode limited dramedy series for The Best Man, The Final Chapters, uh, coming from Malcolm D. Lee and former Insecure executive producer Dana Lynn. Uh, they said they got all the, the core uh, original cast from the movies set to return, you know, my man Morris Chestnut, Melissa D'Souza, Tay Diggs, Regina Hall, Terrence Howard, Sinai Lathan, Neil Long, and Harold Perennium. So they, they all return in um, for their roles for this 10-episode series to wrap it all up with the best man, the final chapters. And it says they all getting seven-figure deals for this. So, you know, Peacock is throwing some real some big money at this for them all to get. Say, forgive me for two reasons. One, I was about to ask where Monica Calhoun was. Like, I didn't see the last uh best man christmas <laughs> i was about to ask well you know her oh, yeah. character had cancer and died and i was about to say well, what monica had Calhoun? i'm like yeah that would make no sense um and second <laughs> yeah. shout out to nbc universal for becoming a little more diverse because i believe keenan's show is uh by the time y'all so it'll premiere the next day tuesday um they also really diversified um, the new Saved by the Bell series. So they're finally putting more black and brown people on television. So shout out to NBC Universal for realizing that uh, people that look like us watch television. Yep, yep. Um, how do you feel about it, Tim? How do you feel about seeing a, a new Best Man series to, to wrap it all up? Oh, man. I can barely remember the movies if you want me to be really honest, but I'm glad to see that they still getting paid in 2021. So. That's, that's what I was shocked at. <laughs> no, nah, like I said, the only thing I ever take from the last Best Man holiday is we really supposed to believe that Morris Chestnut character was still playing football as old as he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was still playing for the Giants. I said, I know you lying. Yeah, so, man. Yeah, so hopefully maybe he's like a coach or something. In this, maybe hopefully, maybe, or it could be like Rocky man. He's still out there on the field trying to get him one ring, one more ring, like Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, shout shout out to Mister Tom Brady. Which speaking of that, uh, how'd y'all feel about that halftime show for my man, The Weekend? Me personally, I was definitely did not like it. I was not impressed at all. It just just wasn't like. Uh, visually, I thought it was cool, but just performance-wise, I was just like, "Yeah, no, nah, this ain't it." Like, they censored that brother, so yeah, I wasn't surprised that it was like very tame. I think uh, that was the moment I like 
went outside and walked the dog. Like I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because once I, I read that, that, pretty much they was holding them back. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to entertain this because it's not going to. I might as well listen to the album if I want to like listen to the content. I'm like, if you ever heard the Weekend's music, you obviously didn't expect, you know, classic Weekend to show up for the halftime show. And for what they allowed him to do, I feel like he did a pretty decent job. Um, if anything, in the modern age, we know once it becomes a meme, that's where the attention goes and that's where the money is to be made. And he made himself a meme. So I can't really say that he failed and he put on a bad show. I think he did the best of what he had, what he could do. It was interesting, though. Like, he sounded good live. And everybody was hyped to see him, so I think he did a good show. Speaking of which, he is going on tour. He's already announced the tour dates for next year. I will definitely be there because I know I'm going to get my money's worth if that was just a morsel of what he's going to do live. Uh, we can even talk about like how far back he was like hitting at what he was gonna do for the halftime show with like the showing up to the award show with a bruised face to walking around in the bandages. Like he was getting people's attention and we didn't know what for, but we found out what for. So Yeah. He's definitely I definitely will say that with the promotion of that album, with all the videos being connected, I definitely love that. It's like a lot of people aren't telling stories with their videos and their music a lot lately. So I was like, I definitely would love the whole promotion of everything with the last album and everything. But yeah, but that Super Bowl show, just me personally, was not feeling it. Um, you know what else I'm not feeling? What's up? I'm hearing that Diddy is suing Sean John. Did he I thought he sold that company a while ago. Yeah, because uh, I know that he actually sold the company to a group called the Global Brands Group back in 2016. And they said uh, he's filed a $25 million lawsuit against Global Brands Group. Uh, Sean Combs states that he, he has never endorsed the line, nor did he give Global Brands Group, Sean John, or the company that they were teaming up with for the most recent um, thing that he's suing them for, uh, misguided. Um, he never gave them authorization to associate his name with the current collection that they have out. They said, based on the quotes used by the company, it falsely appears that he is connected to the new Sean John misguided brand. So I was just like, wow. One, just didn't know he was he had already sold Sean John, and two, was like, yo, they out here trying to falsify like they probably sent they talking about probably dropping quotes like love this brand you know it's all about love or some other crazy yeah. bullshit shit man he like if y'all gonna continue trying to associate Sean John with my likeness even though it's like you hear that name and it's Diddy he's gonna get paid for it and his cut just happened to be 25 mil mm-hmm. yeah that is kind of sad they tried to market off that they tried to profit off that man's name and not give him a piece. So I totally understand because if we all know one thing about uh, Sean Combs, he going to get his money. Oh, yeah. That's why I was like, hey, if he risk, uh willing to do this uh, $25 million lawsuit, I'm pretty sure he's going to win because <laughs> he's going to have the best lawyers and the best team and all that. <laughs> and he, he got substantial evidence to, to prove that he's right. And he'll still put, look, he'll get his money. He said, just for this, I'll put a um, billboard 
up at um, Times Square so y'all can get a little change. So y'all can get yeah. that money y'all owe me back. He gonna market it. He he, he gonna flip it. Also, uh, I was actually gonna have you shots, but I, I forgot to put it on on the outline. Can you explain this whole Dallas Mavericks saying the national anthem business? Can you explain to everybody what's going on with this? All right. Hold on, my fish came. Um, you scratch that. You scratch this part up. Okay, cool. So pretty much Mark Cuban said he had permission from the NBA to not play the anthem. And he had not played it for like the first 13 games because no one was in the arena. So, you know, it went unnoticed. All of a sudden, he said one thing. Before you knew it, people were going in uproar. But it's like I've been saying multiple times, no one ever pays attention to that anthem. If you're sitting here listening to this show, you've probably seen it too if you go to sporting events. People are taking selfies. People are at the bar. People are eating nachos from the concession stand. Some people are in the bathroom. Everybody's moving and shaking during that anthem. Once they said it was being taken away, all of a sudden it became a big deal. But at the end of the day, Mark Cuban was like, okay, they, they're making me do it now. All right, whatever. Um, on a local standpoint, uh, it's become, it was, I don't know if it passed or if it's still being written. One of you guys can uh, assist me in that. But they're talking about um, like basically making it mandatory that all Texas sporting events play the national anthem. They're wow. still trying to, but I think that's ridiculous. That's like – Man, it's not even a prestigious event. That's just like a a regular season game in the middle of the season. Like, you know, I could see if it was a playoff game, championship game. But do we really need to sing the anthem every game? Right. That's Mark Cuban's point, one. And two, after everything that happened in the past four years that we know of, That we know of, pretty much, he's just trying to say, if there is, if it isn't there, then you have nothing to argue about. There's no yeah. anthem. You don't know if there's kneeling. You don't care if someone's sitting down. Someone's not putting their hand over their heart. You have no. There's no politics. And this is the irony in all of this. Didn't it go from shut up and dribble to, please play the anthem at the game? Right. I thought you didn't want. I thought you didn't want politics in your sports. But you do, because yeah. you're you're trying to force this down our throats. Come on, man. Come on, pick you get look look. It's like I always say: Is it Uchi Wally or is it one mic? Which one do you want? How you want how you want this message delivered? Come on, man. Like having an all star game after they said they weren't going to have an all star game and then having it one. and then putting it in Atlanta, Georgia, where that's one of the Corona like central the hot spots. Yes, and the stupid thing like. What is it? It's just a game, and I think they're having the skills challenge. Like it's basic. So basically, they risking that Rona for two for like a night or two, like of two events. It like mm-hmm. it's making no sense. It makes you got no sense. you got people like LeBron, Carmelo, De'Aaron Fox speaking out. They like even De'Aaron Fox was like, 
yo, I don't want to play, but if I get voted, I'm I know I'm gonna have to play, but I ain't like I ain't feeling like I'm like I know like I need to play, but you know, he was like, hey, if that's if that's what they gonna do, you know, I'll I'll show up and, and play and all that, but I'm not really feeling the whole playing thing. LeBron and Carmelo, like, yo, I'm not even I'll be there, but I ain't gonna be mentally there because I'm gonna be thinking, yo, we got bigger issues than this than playing this game. And we just came from the playoffs and and finals and all that. Like, just give us this these three four days off so we can all get a nice little break. But you know how these yes. companies and and these court these corporate um, businesses um, how do. Much, you know? How much advertising can you do with nobody there? Right. All you're gonna do is get commercials. Other than that, it's like there's no real. Concession, you're not making money from concessions, you're not making money from any type of advertisement because the only people who are gonna like really see it is like what people in Atlanta. No one, yeah. no celebrities are gonna pull up. It's like, what's the point? I'm like, yeah, you're gonna show like by sprite, like presented by sprite, presented by this. What revenue? I'm like, what revenue are you really getting from that? I mean, no one is there. They trying to they trying to keep that air dominance in that, you know. They trying to make it seem like they're getting back on track and everything's getting back on board because they did lose a lot of money when things suddenly had to shut down when yeah. uh, Corona happened. And that hurt the NBA, believe it or not. Look at their deal with China. Like, when that fell through, they missed out on all types of money. Yep. But, hey, as you learned with leaving your job, Tim, and I learned this past week, these corporate companies – don't care about us. They don't. But you know what I do care about? Which I was surprisingly shocked that, that, that I cared about this week. What's that? What's that, bro? Sonic 2 was announced. Oh man, yeah. After the first one, I, I've been waiting for them to drop the you know trailer or something for the second one. So um Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is getting a sequel. And you know what the title of it is? What is What's it? up? Sonic the Hedgehog 2. That's it. That's it. They kept it nice and simple. No, no Sonic and Knuckles. No Sonic and Tails. Nope. But the uh the logo, which is the, the logo is fire. The the two on the logo looks like Tails. So the uh logo is inspired by Tails. And they said that the release date is April 8th. 2022 yes a year from now that means they've already started some production on it they um they got some early stages because to drop a year from now and like hey you know they they're already moving forward with this because you see how long it took for them to come up with the first one with all the changes and stuff they had to do with making sure sonic looked right and all that i just want i just hope they bring my man jim carrey back as dr robotnik <laughs> you read my mind because that's exactly what i was thinking He's he gonna be even crazier this time. Oh, yeah, because he got stuck on that, that planet. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see how, how this turns out because I went into seeing the first time like, yeah, I got very low expectations. And then I left the movie like, huh, that was actually pretty good. I'm actually shocked that it was a pretty good movie. Did you ever play the games, Josh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, the game storyline used to be wild. They used to be off the chain. 
Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I gotta thank Josh. Thank you, Josh. You know why? Because I was gonna say, if you didn't play the games, bro, I said, come here, come here, dog. <laughs> we, we, I'm gonna find us an old Sega Genesis. We just all sit around and play it and let you run through it. But now, nah, yeah, what you play? I played all of them. <laughs> ah, so I ever had the, the whole joint. Yep, I was like, I remember loving how the, the game used to flip the top up and put the the one on into the other game, and there's a whole new game with Knuckles game because whoo, I loved it. I loved it. I've seen all the cards. <laughs> I've seen all the cartoons. Look before like the new gen systems and all the stuff we got now. How they presented Sonic and Knuckles to us, it was lit. We was like, yeah. wait a minute, all we gotta do is have if we already have this one, we bought this. And all we gotta do is put the other one in there, and we got a whole nother game. Yeah, Boy. yeah, that shit was lit. And uh, I, I watched all the cartoons. Game. Shout out to my man Jaleel White, who used to play Sonic on the original cartoon. <laughs> he was getting all the bags, Urkel bags, Sonic bag. Man, he right. was Sonic for a long while. Man, he oh, played oh, the oh. cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I found he that out, I was man. like, "Yo, Jaleel White is even cooler than I thought he was." Yeah, man. And 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 if you follow him on social media, he's actually a pretty good, funny follow. <laughs> nah, he really is. He's like a tame Freddie Gibbs, really. Yep, and and um, Tim, you'll like this. Uh, he's definitely a, a big proponent of um, of of the herbal essence. He's he's a, he's a big proponent of that, while also being funny and showing that he's a, a good father. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm not surprised. I, I, but I do appreciate the fact that he he is a, a connoisseur. So that makes me respect him that much more. Yep, I was like, and he, he, do, he likes to do like he had to. He, was, <laughs> he had to do say that again. I said after wearing them tight pants for all them years, his circle, he had to do something yeah. with the edge off. I ain't mad at him. <laughs> but um. That's all I pretty much had for like the, the fun shit. So we're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna insert two songs here, some fire ass songs. These songs are banging. You're gonna love them because we love them. And here go these songs. Like a rain. Only thing dripping around this bitch is the pain. Wishing I could see my own blue, but I can't. Holy Trinity, I see you soon at the gates. Pussy money weed, and rotation repeat. Super cold chili cheese with my niggas we deep. Yeah, I know they fifteens, but I keep them clean. Way before the videos, making the scene. Taking back the black jewels with straps and club blue on Wednesdays. That's probably what I hoes be at. Facebook with your EDU. Say the hoes on deck. We be through Swish the sweets and bring me to Pre-game, hit the magic stick Midtown, bowl and pool No hostility, bro, we cool We be smooth, ride through the city When we crew I got 25 lighters on my dresser Yes, sir, ride through my city We ducking under the pressure Posted at the county, whatever is beneficial And to see on my mental What you trying to get into I got 25 lighters on my dresser Yes, sir, ride through my city We 
ducking under the pressure. Posted at the comma, whatever is beneficial. Intimacy on my mental, what you try and get into? Posted at the ball with my dog, Beach. Charlie walking in with a cousin, I'm gon' speak. I'm on drinks. How you doing? What's your name and shit? Honestly, I'm happy that you came, little bitch. We bout to dip and now we posted at Meach Crit. Shorty had a bottle and a whip on freak shit. Dog on the move, slid girl in the other room. Shorty need a ride to the crib and I'm like, cool, aight, boom. Here we go, make a stop on the end. Hit the super coney on the way and I'm in. Nineties, wing bean, dinner, chili and cheese. Huh? The fries and the corn beef, Shorty was pleased. Shorty had me on the cock watching the deer. Walking out the other room to me and just a tea uh, I'm ready to She wanna get broke off and I can't But can't be a man, it's a one night I got 25 lighters on my dresser, yes sir Riding through my city, we ducking under the pressure Posted at the comma, whatever is beneficial Hennessy on my mental, what you trying to get into? I got 25 lighters on my dresser, yes sir Riding through my city, we ducking under the pressure Posted at the comma, whatever is beneficial Second time around, XO. You say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Look, look. Girl, you the GOAT, mean every letter I love to spoil you, give you whatever Ain't talking candy and hearts made of petals I'm talking new whips and you mashing the pedal I give you diamonds and make you feel special I keep you shining and help apply pressure Promise you'll be here forever and ever Since I had the best, I can't settle for better You be my Hillary, I'll be a Trevor Hit through the storm, no matter the weather Thinking the thin, the pain and the pleasure Just promise that we'll spend forever together Let's build a dynasty straight out the ghetto Here to support you and back your endeavors We elevating, wave hate of them heifers Don't focus on haters, they ain't Know you love Been around the world and I done seen the thing too Met a lot of girls but none of them the same as you Feel like I done woke up from a dream and it came true Tell me what you need, it ain't the thing that I won't do Nobody like you, 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 you Nobody like you, 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 you Nobody like you, 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 you Nobody like you, 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 you Right on the mantle, slot them white toes, handing them sandals. They only flex for the filters and cameras. But I like you best in your shorts and bandanas. Run you a bath, then light up some candles. Turn on some EXO, be dirty Diana. You know I'm giving you all you can handle. Place you on the platter, need more than a sample. Give you that D and you flip it like Vanna. I ate that peach like you straight from Atlanta. They buying booty shots, girl, you got ample. Ain't tripping on them, but I'm glad that you natural. Lay the foundation, build something substantial. Changing them vows, let's be an example. Relationship goals, we don't need that scandal. To death do us part, even though you a handful. Around the world and I done seen the things too Met a lot of girls but none of them the same as you Feel like I done woke up from a dream and it came true Tell me what you need, it ain't the thing that I want Nobody like you, 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 you Nobody like you, 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 you Nobody like you, 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 you Nobody like you, 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 you
Yeah. You know them beats. <laughs> you know them beats a lot. <laughs> you know them soul beats. That man said this, and then he said that. And I was like, dang. Lyrical miracle, baby. All right. <laughs> yep, and we're back. So that was a banging-ass song that, that we all good. love. I loved it. Yep. He rhymed so, with murder. murder. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so for this second half of the, of the episode, I thought we could get into a, a topic that we've never really touched on, but uh, I, after texting with my sisters and my mom, um, I thought we we talk about just being parents, parents and discipline in like the black household and black society. So I'll basically start it off by, uh, well, because of technical issues and all that, we tried to get my sister on, but um, I'll start by just reading her message that she had, uh, which sparked the whole conversation. And um, after I, after I read it, I definitely want want you Tim to go first just because you've been the the parent of the group. So she said, um, in the black community, we normalize whooping our kids as discipline. Some white people whip their children, but most do not. We got whipped, beaten, humiliated for over four hundred years, and today we even beating our kids on social media. Why are we doing this? If white people look down on us for doing that because it's wrong, why are we doing that to our own? Um, just we're just still in trauma talking about getting our kids ready for the world or disciplining him before the world does that's what boxing she said that's what boxing football and school is for I don't know um, in the grand scheme of things uh, if it's really uh, if it's really good but to me it just seems counterproductive there's really a million other options uh, we can use and then she said um, is she just being sensitive she said because uh, we're taught that's okay through our DNA because of drastic change but if we all change again, we'd be thinking more constructively. Other than a pinch, of, a pinch or a pop, I think we all, we all got it wrong. That's a shame on us. God doesn't want us to hurt them. I mean, I don't understand spanning the rod. So she said. So I guess I'll shut up and talk to our reader. So, I guess I, I'll get you let you go first, Tim. Just off the fact that you are the the parent of the group on how you think about you know just the whole discipline and parenting thing in the black society and black culture and all that um i definitely agree with her main point that a lot of what we see when it comes to rearing children as far as whoopings and discipline in a whole that is you know coming from what we experienced as a culture when we went through slavery slavery and that mindset is still ingrained in our parenting sad to say but i don't believe that it's totally wrong to physically discipline your child it all depends on like the place that you're coming from if you're doing if you're disciplining your child from a place of anger because they didn't do what you wanted them to do that's obviously a wrong thing and your message isn't going to get passed on to your child and it is going to create some resentment and you know, it's going to strain the relationship without, you know, without them being able to trust you or being able to feel safe. I definitely can see and believe that. What do you guys think? Um, For me, yeah, I definitely agree with her. Like, we got to come up with some, some better options for our kids. And 
I definitely think like our our parents' culture and our grandparents were they definitely try to use that whole religion aspect to say you know we'll spend, uh, spare the rod spoil the child and all that or yeah getting getting them prepared for the world because this is what the white man is gonna do it's like uh, yeah like you got to prepare them for the world and all that but you ain't gotta beat your kid especially it's like like yo you can find better ways to discipline your child like if they like yeah kids are going to be kids and act up and some kids might be um like little terrorists and, you know you you might want to wring their necks like they uh bart simpson and stuff but like yo they you don't need to whoop them and beat them every single time it's like hey come up with some con constructive things like hey if you got a son make that that little dude like do some push-ups hey nah go Go mow the yard. Go like, like, hey, I'm, I'm really make you do like some, some physical labor that make you think like, no, I'm not gonna do that again. Like, all right, I, I need you to do 20 push-ups, and you know, probably for like a four or five year old, he could be like, what, dad? 20 push-ups? <laughs> like, yeah. Someone like me, like, yeah, even your dad can't do 20 push-ups, but you better get down and do 20 push-ups right now. Damn, <laughs> boss. You gonna be the dad that can't do twenty push-ups, but you gonna tell them to do twenty push-ups? Hey, right, Josh, right now can't, but hey, Josh, hopefully by the time he a parent, will he'll be able to knock out a hundred? Oh <laughs> but, man, uh, we got a uh, shout out to Move Fitness, and the only reason I'm shouting him out is because he told me to tell you that uh, he Gary to up your uh, workout regimen because he gonna get you in super shape so you can be fine and sexy by the summer. Uh, shout uh, out to Move Fitness and Jeremy. All right, yeah, because we're supposed to be actually, we'll probably won't work out because of the weather and not tomorrow, but we're supposed to work out tomorrow, so we'll we'll see what happens. But okay. um, yeah, um, other than that, just I just like, want to jump back in there and say, like, even like I do agree, like physical uh, discipline as far as like making them do manual labor or working out or something like that, that definitely is beneficial. But uh, if we keep in mind, only reason I'm bringing this up is because she mentioned boxing being a good alternative. We had, and I'm pretty sure uh, Shad may want to say something on this, but uh, Mandingo fights, we had that. That was a form of entertainment for the slave owners and the slave masters um, back when they had slaves, where they would get two of the biggest, strongest uh, Negroes, and they would pin them up against each other. So, like, it goes deeper than just hitting a child. It's a form of aggression that's been passed on. The mindset that certain levels of physical disrespect are tolerant. Like, I definitely do believe that there does come a time where you physically have to intervene to make your point clear. But that shouldn't be an everyday reaction. That shouldn't be your first thought. You shouldn't like, if you have a child that you need to put your hands on in order for them to understand anything that you're saying, you, you shouldn't have a child. Like, why do you have to speak with your hands? Why is that your go-to? And unfortunately, there are a lot of parents out there today that still operate that way. Yeah, what do you think, Shot, about all this? Uh, first of all, like, the um, she mentioned, like, videotaping it. I don't, I've never liked it. I never thought it was funny. I never thought it was entertaining, especially when they like may videotape them some very, very personal information about what the kid did. Um, second, those stupid like 
haircuts that make him look like Sherman Helmsley. I used to think it was humorous, but then I was like, nah, you, these kids, look, the kids have gotten worse. So I'm like, you know, you put, like, that's the ultimate punishment right there. Like, you putting them through that ridicule. But how I feel about it, like, I'm glad that, like, with, um, like, my situation, it progressed. Like, of course it was on some uh, spare the rod, spoil the child's type mentality. But then it transitioned to stuff was getting taken away. Do you know how rough that felt, boy? Like, hey, can't be on your cell phone tv like they checking if the tv is hot you know um no video games um man oh you can't go here you can't go there i can't hang out with your friends can't can't go to this uh place or nothing like that that stuff was far worse than a whooping to me couldn't have no fun like i literally had to sit there in a blank room that's another reason i picked up reading because uh there was something to do. <laughs> I was like, man, let me pick up my old love so I can get through this punishment. So, yeah, a week long of no entertainment. Shoot. It's far worse than a whooping. That's why I like when I see people still doing it, I'm like, bro, take some, take, look, take that Wii or take that uh, PlayStation away from that kid. But mm-hmm. that's, far, that's far worth, man. <laughs> take a look how these kids are now. Just take a device from them. Yeah, what? No, Fortnite. I can't play yeah, Fortnite for a week. You crazy. That's what I'm saying. One of my, yeah, one of, yeah, one of my dogs, he punishes uh, something like that. Yeah, he... I he, mean... He was sitting up there like, oh, I can't stay up till 4 a.m. talking to people I don't know, uh, playing Fortnite. Man, with certain kids today, man, you're crazy. Serial killers doing that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, you ain't got to whoop them. Just take something from... Take one of those light-up... Gadgets that you gave them to distract, uh, basically, them what I call virtual babysitters away. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I just wanted to throw out there I, I know I've told y'all before, but if the people don't know, um, which my dad also mentioned on the episode that uh, I recorded with him and my brother and my sister, your boy has never been whooped or uh, been grounded or been punished because your boy didn't do anything. Now, my older and younger siblings, yeah, I've seen, I've seen them whooped. I've seen them grounded and all that. And, hey, my dad said he sent me away to live with my mom because I was tired telling them my sister all the time getting her in trouble. Um, my, my little sisters, I've seen my mom whoop them, uh, my stepdad whoop them and all that and punishments. But your boy, I ain't do nothing. So I've, I'm, I'm a good kid. So I'm that one personally as a parent, I am kind of worried about what I'm going to be like as a parent. I can already tell I'm probably going to be the, the good dad and make mom do all the, the punishment type of stuff. Because <laughs> I'm you not used to it. Easy road out, huh? huh? You're going to take the easy road out. You ain't going to do none of the punishment. Just because I was like, I know I'm going to have to, but I know there's going to be something I'm going to have to learn and get used because I'm just not used to. I've never got punishment, so I don't feel like how, how am I going to give out the punishment? I'll, if I'm not even knowing how I even got Man, it. My, my mom used to whoop my ass whenever I did something. There's this one time in particular, I was in fifth grade. And, uh, man, to this day, I'm just precious just by saying I still, I will say to this day, my teacher was lying. 
I don't care if they didn't believe me. But anywho, I remember Miss Jennings. I was in Miss Jennings' class, and I had got a bad report for my six weeks report. I ain't even going to go into the details, but when I got home, my mom whooped my ass. And I'm hot yellow, y'all know me. I had welts and streaks all over my body. Don't tell me. I couldn't go to school. Yeah, I couldn't go to school for a week. I got my ass whooped, Josh. So be be grateful, bro. <laughs> like I said, I remember one time that happened to me. I came home. It was like electrical tape around my plug. And I said, dang, I really can't watch the mask tonight. I had to read it in the paper. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I said, mm, they won it last night. Wish I could have saw it. <laughs> and just looked around the room. I wish I could have saw it. <laughs> I wish I could have saw what actually happened. Old Dirk went for 30. Mm. But yeah, like yeah, after a while when I got old enough, yeah, I was so glad. Cause remember that uh, scene from uh Jackson, that movie when Michael ran? Nope, never seen it. Tim, you seen it? Nah, man, I'm over here with the Josh Collum on this one. Oh man, yeah, man, a black movie y'all both ain't seen. Uh oh, I'm alone in the dark. Well, there's just one. <laughs> there's just one thing where like my like Joe was chasing Michael and he ran and he got under the bed and he couldn't catch him. Oh, the Jacksons, like yeah, the Jacksons movie. Uh, oh, I thought, I thought was you were talking about something else. Yeah, no, I don't know what I, I thought you were talking about. Yeah, I was talking about the yes. movie. Yeah, when you said Joe and Mike, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that multiple times. Yeah, remember that part? That was always me, and that's pretty much why they gave up on. Because <laughs> I was lapping them. I mean, what were you going to do? You couldn't catch me. <laughs> I was ju- man, I was like, I was juking like Emmett Smith. Like, they could not catch me. So, yeah, they just started taking stuff away. Like, no Nintendo. And <laughs> they was like, we can't catch them. We might as well take something away from them. Yeah. So yeah, they would like I said, it would be like, oh, you can't stay up and watch wrestling tonight or something like that. <laughs> my mom didn't tell me. Nah, yeah, if I ran from my mom, got my ass with more. That's what I'm saying. When I yeah, when I was getting smack crackle and popped, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't I like. Right. It. I, yeah, I, I, I used to love me some rice crisps back in the day. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, it's not fun when it's happening to you. When <laughs> will you will you rice? <laughs> <laughs> it's not for you. Uh, but yeah, like that's pretty much what was going on. I was always, I don't know what it was. Go give me a switch. I'm like, all right, and I'll bring like a little twig back. Go give me a switch, and then I was yep, like, I'm switches. So I remember I'm, my grandmother used to do that. I, what is so this? Ah, go get another one. Josh used to look. Josh used to go get the switch. It ain't for me. Here you go. Uh, oh no, <laughs> I ne- I never ha- I've never had to go get one, but. Uh, having to, you know, see, <laughs> I could just look. Josh was sitting up there, he was taking the leaves off. He said, Man, I feel sorry for you. I picked the biggest branch I could find. Oh, <laughs> I no, I've, I've literally I've never had to get a switch ever before. Oh, no, Josh, Dang. man, you lucky, bro. But I, I, I've, I've seen the switch being used. I, I've, I've seen my grandmother take, take the leaves off and sh- uh, shuck it or whatever, clean it, like, and, and then whap. Wow. Make your skin crawl. Look, I, I remember one. Definitely. I remember one time. Um, you know, uh, this is we we all grown. We all um, I'm my sisters are in their twenties and I'm in my thirties. But I've seen I've seen one time. Uh, I can't remember which one it was, but one of my little sisters did something. My mom didn't whoop them until after they got out the shot out the uh tub. 
değişik kanunumuza kamer. Where today the skin got wet. Then I then I seen I seen it happen. It was like oh, it's like uh, they were they were shocked like oh you ain't gonna whoop me okay. No, my mom my mom played them like no I'm waiting to get out that 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 tub when your body is nice and wet. See and like I can admit to this I was a smart ass kid. So I would have said some smart shit like, okay, slave master or something like that. So I, like, I know I got my ass in some more. You treat me like the oppressors. <laughs> oh, I got to leave him alone. <laughs> Bro, like, I'd be like, hey, you realize this is the same shit they did to the slaves? <laughs> she was like, I'm like, oh, I, I'm going to shut, I'm going to treat you like you want you to say, I'm going to treat you like yeah, I remember one of my worst punishments though. That was like we had like it was like a basketball cage. I used to live over there. I know Tim is from this neighborhood, so he know where St. Charles is. Yeah. So I used to live in those in that building that's right in front of where the basketball court was. So I couldn't go play basketball, and my room was like literally looking over it. So I'm just sitting up there, knowing I'm on punishment, just looking at everybody play basketball. <laughs> That's the saying, that, was worse, that was worse than a whooping. It was like a movie. I was just like, man, they used to be me out there. <laughs> I used to it's like they removed you from life and put you in the corner. Yeah, just, <laughs> just to look at everybody else living. <laughs> See, those kids probably did their homework. And I would look down and be like, I know he didn't do his homework. He didn't do his homework. <laughs> but he hooping. Look at this. <laughs> But he hooped. And I can't hoop. That's sad. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, y'all kids, like I said, y'all parents, y'all whooping y'all kids. That's kind of weird. Like I said, just take something from them. You I mean, like, like, just imagine, just imagine, like, somebody coming to whooping the parents for the parent not doing some shit they knew they, they were supposed to do. Exactly. Like, they work. Five, you got to get a whooping. <laughs> right. Yep. I know, like, I've, I've seen uh, y'all do it on Mar. Like, all oh, y'all need to do is say something to him. He that that little dude straightened up. I'm like, hey, just that stern. Thing. I've seen y'all like, hey, listen here, Omari. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> boy, he got an attitude too now. He three about to be four this year. Especially, especially when he uses middle. I was like, I've heard Octavia uses middle name. I'm like, oh yeah, that's when I know she really mad. Like, oh, she used the middle name on you. That, that that's how you know a parent is mad at you when they, when they when you don't go by your middle name, they use your, your middle name. <laughs> he like oh Mari Allen. He like, oh shit. Uh what you want woman? <laughs> uh he got two middle names. So when he Omari Allen, that's like the level one warning. When it's Omari Allen Douglas, that's like hey, yo, man. Uh, oh yes, yeah, so I haven't heard of use the Douglas part, but I was like, I've, I've heard that Omari Allen a few times. Like Omari Allen, get get your behind over here. He looking like, oh damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the level one warning. <sighs> Ooh, yeah, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to uh, pray for my man if I ever hear the Omari Allen Douglas part. <laughs> and then it's like. If you get all the way to that that last that that that, that last name that what, what oh 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 and like I don't ever talk to Amari aggressively unless he's just doing something that he know he shouldn't be doing and he give me every time so like when I do have to talk to him sternly 
he look at me and he start crying. He'd be like, man, we supposed to be cool. You don't talk to me like this. She's supposed to talk to me like <laughs> that. Supposed to talk to me like this. <laughs> uh, that should be funny. But uh, that was pretty much it, fellas. That's all I really want to talk about. You know, uh, oh, we again, had to, you know, I'm I'm disappointed in you. Hurt hmm? so much more than a uh, than a belt or whatever, a uh, chancla or whatever. Just mm-hmm. you get that. <laughs> look, look, getting 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 your kids headspace. <laughs> That's how you get them. Because I know I used to hear that. I used to be like, yo, I gotta reevaluate some things. I'm like, they're disappointed in me. To where I'm not being looked at. I'm being treated like a ghost in my own home. <laughs> I'm hungry. Who said that? <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I but said, since I didn't eat as a kid, it was just like that was just normal for me. No dessert. Yeah, thanks. I'm going to bed. I'm like, yeah, Josh. <laughs> Josh, man, how? Yeah, how would you have punished you, Josh? That that now I got a good question. That, that's a question. What if you had done something? Take uh, his bacon away. That's what I said. Take it, like throw the bacon in the trash can. Nah, he would have went yeah. and got. He would have made that. Yeah, I know it. my dad. My dad <laughs> told me once when I was. I think I was in either middle school or high school. I think I was in high school. My dad uh, um, was like, "Yeah, if you would have grew up with me." You would have you, you ate real food by now. I was like, I don't I don't know how you would have done that, but you know, for my dad, because my dad is still scary, even at 32 years old. Even my sister has said it. She was like, hey, 37, 38. She was like, I am still afraid of dad. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because my dad's a man's man. <laughs> so it's like See, I don't I don't I don't know how he would have forced me to eat real food as a kid, but <laughs> I, believe. I believe it some somehow he would have did something. See, I don't want my kid to be. I want my kid to respect me. I don't want them to fear me. I don't want them to, you know, I say them like I got more than one. But uh, I'm about to say, uh-oh. I want them to. You I was know, about to have some breaking news. Breaking news. Like, Yo, he had some illegits. <laughs> he, <had> some, <laughs> he said, "Shout to them illegitimates that I don't claim." Hey, daddy, coming home soon. <laughs> daddy, coming I'll home. pull up on you. I'll pull up. Wait. Mm-mm. I got the one. Note his name. <laughs> Note his name. And that's why. That's Amari Allen Douglas. The, the one to make sure y'all know that that's it. He said he's, Ain't he's a solo dolo child. No sibs. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, man, I'm going to need Josh to put out a Valentine's Day playlist so Amari can get some friends. <laughs> Uh, nah, I'm cool now, but I will say shout out to Three Piece Podcast. They got a Valentine's Day called You Know the Vibes playlist. They got it on Tidal, Spotify, iTunes, everything. Yeah, I was listening. I was like, okay. I was playing at work, and my coworkers that kept walking by, they're like, oh, Josh, we know what kind of mood you in. Like, hey. I was like, yeah, the, you you know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was funny telling one of the White coworkers, he was like, he's like, what am I? Oh, this, uh, it's a playlist, uh, and you know the vibes. He was like, oh, what's it called? I'm like, no, the playlist is called. You know the vibes. <laughs> he was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, yeah, like that's actually the name of the playlist. They named it. You know the vibes. <laughs> Funny man. But yeah, uh, that. So if y'all 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 hear this, um, oh, this will be past Valentine's Day when y'all hear this. Share, but, you know, share it again. Yeah, you go ahead, share, share that again. You know, shout out to Three Piece Podcast. Um, 
But yeah, that was pretty much it I had for it, fellas. If y'all want to say anything, then you know, Shard, you can wrap it up and we can be out. Y'all got anything else to say? Because you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my favorite thing in the world. I'm gonna press that play button. <laughs> I'm gonna just say, learn and appreciate your history. Learn and appreciate the history of your parents and the ones that came before them. That's how we repeat making the same mistakes. Nope. You, oh, you know what? I there is one last thing I want to say. Like the dynamic I have with my parents now. Like I think that's where the respect came in. Like, like Josh gets on all the time. He's like, he can laugh with his parents. He can crack, crack with his mom and stuff like that. I said, like, yeah, that's because it wasn't a whole bunch of craziness day after day. Like, like I said, when the transition of being respected as a young person and a young adult happened, that made everything a little bit better. So yeah. If you if you if, if you think uh basically hitting the Shawn Michaels sweet chin music on your kid is going to build a strong relationship, uh you're gonna be at the Golden Arms retirement home uh when you hit about 56 years old. Yep. So remember that <laughs> those look, they gotta take care of you eventually. So respect and show some love to your children, man. man. You need them, it's good. That's gonna be just them. Are you gonna end up like that? Uh, I knew the lady with that old white lady tossing her in the bed and getting spat on, and then they twerking together one second. Y'all <laughs> gonna get real interesting when you get older. Yep. Go. Treat them right. Treat you. Treat the babies right. That's why we love the kids over here at the pod. Well, but other than that, <sighs> I get to do my favorite part where I pretend that I am saying this live, but in actuality i've already pre-recorded this so that's going to happen right now thanks for listening to this episode of the encore open podcast be sure to follow us on social media at encore open pod on twitter and instagram and encore open podcast on facebook also share subscribe and listen to us on apple spotify soundcloud google play iHeartRadio, and spreaker be sure to leave us ratings and reviews Thanks.